take it back to the 90s. That's where you cats gonna find me. Uh, let's take it back to the 90s. I'm ready, girl. You ready to party? It's Britney, bitch. What comes before part B? Party! Hey, guys. What's fucking up? It's us. Do you remember us? It's been a minute and a it's half. Been a minute and a half. Um, now that it's March, my official review of 2021 is it can get fucked. <laughs> and... Uh, That's where I'm at. How are you? just keep on They coming. just keep coming. They don't stop coming. Um, well, they start coming and they don't stop coming. That's 90s, right? That is. Well, it's the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Smash Mouth, all-star. Brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. Okay. Um, how am I doing? Oh, you know. Just peachy. I mean, I do have some exciting things to report. Okay, so great. do you. Like, I do? Um, we both got our first vaccine. Oh, my gosh, yes. We are... Partially vaccinated. It's a very exciting. I actually am fighting symptoms today a little bit. That's great. I know. My I know nose some people. and I have a headache. That's awesome. I know so. people complain, but it's like, listen, I know it's I your immune care. system doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Okay. Like I literally don't care. You should feel a little shitty. Yeah. Um. And my arm hurt the first day. Well, they clearly like <laughs> nicked you because yeah. it bruised immediately. <laughs> but the the funny thing is like now because this is what happens with me. Because mm-hmm. all right, so I bruise very easily. Yeah, especially with needles, I just do. I always yeah. have, and so I I got poked, and I literally texted Jill like a half hour after my shot, and I was like, "Can I take an Advil? My arm hurts." And like, she sent me the like closed eyes, closed lips <laughs> emoji, like you fucking baby. And she's like, "I'm just gonna tell you, you do what you want, but I did not take any Advil." And I was you like, big wow, fucking baby. Okay, fine, I won't. <laughs> And so it hurt really bad the first day. That definitely wasn't because of the vaccine. No. It was because of the actual injection, if that makes sense. Like, it was the needle, not the right, not the um, vaccine. No, it's the needle. Yeah. And now it is angry mm. and ugly, but yeah. it doesn't hurt at all. So you well, could, like, take your thumb and, like, you know what I mean? Fine. Right. And it's right. fine. I used to get bruises like that when I had allergy shots. There was one nurse who's actually the grandmother of one of the... Um, these two girls that are in Jack's class at daycare. Um, and she was always my favorite because she never bruised me. But there were yeah. a few nurses that like, and I would time my shots once they were more spaced out apart. If I had like an event coming up where I had to wear something sleeveless, like sure. I was in a wedding because, you know, that was happening all the time. Because like a heroin like, Right. I'm like, I cannot get my shot this week because... I will look crazy in photos. I'm a bridesmaid on Saturday. And right. I, and I don't trust you. I don't <laughs> want to have... Tra- Do you still get allergy shots? No. Oh, why? You because have bad allergies. I don't know if you know I, this. I don't know if you guys know this or if you can tell from the sound of my voice. Um, I did it for like three years and then I got pregnant. And when you're pregnant, like you, can, you can't go up. You can just stay at like the dose you're at. And I was like, I feel like I've done this for long enough to get the maximum benefit I'm going to get from okay. it. Okay. My doctor was like, yeah, you're you're probably right. My biggest issue is dogs at this point. Yeah. So I can't really, you know, someday our dog is going to cross the Rainbow Bridge, and I think that'll be it because For, of my allergies. Yeah. Yeah. And now Adam is starting to develop them as an adult. That it's, sucks. It does suck. I know. That's no He's fun. He's a big baby about it. <laughs> like He's like, I'm really tired. I'm like, welcome to my fucking world. <laughs> okay. 247, baby. It's my life. I'm always so Chelsea, uh, what? what's new with you? 
Oh my God. Well, um, the we've been MIA because my poor sweet daddy has cancer, which is where I've been back and forth helping tend to medical crises. And then my computer decided to shut down and it's just, I had to go to the doctors for a week and it's just, you know, it's been, it's been a month. It's been a month. It's one of those things like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting used to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Which I'm like unfortunate. Me. I like know. To it. I'm like, well, it doesn't even shock you anymore. It's kind of like 2020, <laughs> except it's your life. Exactly. Like, remember we went into lockdown. Yeah. And we were like, it's going to be two weeks, and then Tiger King came out. And we were like, what is what wrong is with this? the people in the world? And then there were the murder hornets. Right. And then by I September, mean, I would believe anything. Right. You could be, like, be like, trees oh, okay. are now. They now have brains, and they talk, and they walk, and, and they're like, taking over the world. Sounds like, about right. That sounds about right for 2020. Speaking of trees that talk and walk, I recently heard a conspiracy theory uh-huh. that mountains are tree stumps from like. Uh, the dinosaur times. Wow, that yeah. is. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that there. <laughs> just gonna leave that there and let you do what you will with it. Wow, that is the. Did they stretch before that leap? No, no, <laughs> I fell right into that chasm. It's fine. Um, so what's going on with you? You said you have. Things oh, I to have. Say? A, I have a funny story about Will. Okay. Um. So, well, okay. First of all, one funny story about me. Right before nobody wants to hear a story about you. How dare you! Right before we put the podcast on pause, I um, had an appointment with the neurologist because I was getting these weird auras. Oh yeah, and we didn't know if they were like seizure related or epilepsy, right? Or epilepsy like or a like, brain tumor or just like a migraine without an aura. So I had a sleep deprived EEG, which is the worst thing ever. Oh, that's right. You came over here the night before that. Yeah. I could only sleep from like two to six that night. Yeah. And then I had to go get the ZEG and everything was fine. And then yesterday I finally got my MRI, which was an event. No, two days ago. MRI. I don't know if you've ever had an MRI. I haven't. They are very loud. They yeah. take about half an hour to get all the images. I think I would images. like it. Um, and I know that's a weird thing to say. Yeah, that is a weird thing to say. <laughs> but it's that just... everyone's like, it's loud. And I'm like, uh, I, I sleep best. And I think I would take a nap. But it's not... Well, what's interesting... So when I was... Isn't um, it a worrying? Like, woo, woo, Yes woo. and no. Like, some of the noises... It's not, like, constant. Is it rhythmic? No. That's oh, the problem. Oh, okay. Then so, never mind. I take right. it back. So when <laughs> I was... Um, that would be torture. This, <laughs> I tore my ACL my junior year of high school. And... Was it? Yeah. And then... I had an MRI on my knee, and at that time, because it was just my knee and the machine, they gave me headphones, and I feel like there was music playing, and I actually fell asleep. Oh, yeah. But this time, my head was in the machine, which is, if you're claustrophobic, it's not for you. I'm not claustrophobic. And then the noises are not, it's not rhythmic. It's Damn. Like, it's like, me, 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 and it's nope. like different tones at different times. So I found myself counting along in my head, like, okay. And What's then, the machine? Is it a CT that clicks around you? No, uh, I think so. I, to be honest, I an don't iron know. lung? I don't know. <laughs> Something. This, I think, like I don't. I think it's a I've CT. I've watched Grey's Anatomy. I know. Where there's a machine that goes, woo, woo, woo. When you walk into the MRI room, it does make that noise. But oh. when it's actually doing the, it beeps at you. It beeps a lot. A well, that's annoying. And one of the beeps, I was like, is this thing going to explode? Am I going to die? And they give you this thing to squeeze in case you need them which is also scary. Um, but everything was fine. But I got a call yesterday from the doctor's office, and they said that my brain is pretty much fine. Except pretty they much. noticed, quote, 
right-sided sinus disease, aka a sinus infection. I was like, oh, cool. I thought that was just terrible allergies for or the last COVID, week and a half. Because right. you went and got a COVID test I got a COVID yesterday. test yeah. yesterday at work, just a rapid test, knowing that it was likely going to be negative because I haven't been around anyone, and my allergies have been bad. But our very sweet PA, because we both see the same yeah. medical provider, she, I had a telehealth appointment with her, and I'm like, yeah, this is what they told me. She goes, yeah, I'm just going to send in the prescription for you. No need to come in. Um, my story about Will, I, he's been taking lousy naps at home. He's almost two. He'll be two in two months. Can you believe that? No. I know. Um, his naps at home have been like an hour, and he's been super whiny lately. So I, we were talking about dubbing. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I need to know what they're doing at daycare so I can just duplicate it at home. So I reached out today, and his teacher called me back, and she said that his naps at daycare are like an hour and a half, two hours. Yesterday was over two hours. Wow. And she goes, yeah, I mean, he's pretty good. He just, you know, I tell him to lay down. He lays down on his cot, and he goes to sleep on his own. I'm like, he la- he sleeps for that long on a cot? What the fuck? Is he rebelling against the crib? No, I think he's just, re- I, th- I don't know. I think he's just rebelling against me, because he sleeps great at night. Yeah. But the funny thing she told me was that... um, she said he listens really well. He has been whiny the last few days. And she said sometimes, she said it's hard to discipline him sometimes because I'll say, like, you have to go sit over there because whatever you did was not what you should have done. And he starts, he makes his face at her with his big brown eyes and then covers his face with his hands. Like, oh, my God. And then she said, if it's not something that's really serious, I'm like, just don't worry about it. Just come, just come here. It's fine. Oh, it's good. Fine. And she, she said, I'm really sorry. I tried really hard, but it's just really hard with him. She goes, when it's really serious, he knows, and he will, like, take the time out, but sometimes it's just too hard. And I said, listen, I don't blame you. We also struggle with that at home, so that actually makes me feel better. But I just thought, I mean, you know Will. Yes, I love him. very on brand for him. my spirit animal. Yes, it is. So, those are my thoughts. I thought she was going to say he uh, puts his toe in timeout. (laughs) That's also very on brand for him. That would be on brand for Will. Will um, once got a timeout and oh like only put one shoulder blade on the step he that was he was like supposed to be sitting, sitting on the step on like He's the like, second I'm step. I'm here. And then just kept sliding down. And by the end, it was just like his shoulder blade on the bottom step. I'm like, you are a shithead. <laughs> but whatever. He's like, I'm taking the L. I know. Just, really, I'm not taking really. it. I know. The way you You want didn't me tell to. me I had to have my whole butt on the step. Yeah. Make your, I mean, be specific, mom. I know. This is a you problem. So, uh, do you have any funny stories to share? No, my life is a shit show. Oh, wow. Funny. I love that. That's funny. For nobody. Um, Funny? <coughs> I don't think I've got funny. I'm sorry about that. It's fine. Do you have anything you want to share with everyone? <laughs> um, I don't know. This how's feels like for, a lot of pressure. How's your For You page treating you on TikTok? You know, it's great. It's very well curated. Perfect. <laughs> honestly. We have sounds today. That's right. This is going to be the first Yay! episode where we have sounds. So let's slide into our new segment. It's time for... Whack! Oh my god. Uh, isn't that fun? <laughs> <laughs> don't you love it? I do love it. Courtesy of my sister, Susan Diaz. What a peach. All right, Jelly, what do you bring into the whacker all that? This is very on brand for right now, I think. Okay, Uh, Flared jeans. Oh, my God. So let's talk about flared jeans. Let's talk about them. Obviously, it was the only kind of jean I wore in, like, the 90s. You know, the mid to late 90s. And even, like, into college. Yeah. (laughs) Like, a flare or a boot cut. 
Yep. But the biggest problem you have with flares, of course, is they inevitably get soaked mm-hmm. and ripped, yep. and the bottoms were always frayed. And also, I don't think they do much to like make a short person look tall. Mm. Yep, you're a shorty. It's I am a, a shorty. For you. So, yes. like a boot cut, maybe, but like that wide flare, I'm giving it a whack. Okay, I don't know. I think I also want to give it a whack, but I will not give a boot cut a whack. In fact, I am looking forward to the stores that I shop at, which are old lady stores, catching up to the trend (laughs) and knowing that it's time to bring back the boot cut because right now they're still all skinny skinnies or giant flares. They tried. They went too hard. I'm like, yeah, they did go too far. Um, But boot cut is my jam. But I also am 75 percent legs. So that. So, do you like a boot cut because you just like it? I just like over it. skinny jeans. Yeah. Well, yes. Um. I mean, I love my skinny jeans. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I do like the way I feel like because I'm so hippie. I have so much hips, and then I go you feel down like to it like balances like, you. Yeah. I think it just like helps balance me out a little bit. But I can't get down with those big flares. I like it. So you're giving it a whack. Yeah, I give it a whack. Mm. <laughs> A sound. Okay. What do you got, Chelsea? Um, I'm gonna go with a cartoon because I had forgotten about this cartoon. Oh my god. Okay, Pepper Ann. Hang on a second. Pepper Ann, Pepper Ann, much too cool for seventh grade. Pepper Ann, she's like one in a million. Oh my god. Pepper Ann, Pepper Ann. Hang on a second. Okay, it debuted in 97. This probably would have been like, can, oh, Pepper yes! Ann. Oh, my God, I do remember this. She's her own biggest fan, Pepper Ann. Too cool to be 12 is, like, the tagline. Yeah, except she wasn't. She's a big old dork, oh and I God. want to bring back dorky main characters. I like it. Did you watch that show a lot? I feel like it was on Saturday morning cartoons, and I did. Okay. It was, oh, yeah, it, it aired as part of the Disney's One Saturday Morning Block. Yeah. She originated in a comic strip published in YM Magazine. Her, like, main sidekick mm-hmm. reminds me of a Disney down version of Daria's best friend. Do you remember Daria? Yes. I love Daria. I love Daria. So, um, anyways, I, we were talking about, like, old cartoons and how today's cartoons just, like. They're not the same. They're not the same, man. They're not the same. Like, I get that there are a lot of lessons to be learned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She is, like. A Disney Daria, you're right. right? Her, her BFF. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah. Or Quinn, whoever. Where she's like, I'm Pepper Ann. I love like... that Jack learns things from TV because it makes me feel like. Yeah. It's okay that he watches TV. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he's like, one time last summer, he goes, Well, that's a pattern. And I'm like, How the hell do you know about patterns? He's like, Uh, what's Daniel that show? Tiger. No, it's that, that show that's like about math. Umizumi. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Holland the other day <coughs> literally asked me to put on the Daniel Tiger episode where the grownups come back because she needed a refresher. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've been coming and going. Grownups come back. Yep. Grownups come back. They do. Yeah. One time when Adam and I were going on a date, I was like, goodbye, Jack. We're leaving you with the babysitter. But remember, grownups come back. And Adam was like, this is how Disney movies start. And now oh. we're going to die on the way to the restaurant. So like, it's going to be fine. It'll be fine. Um. Wow. That's incredible, Holland. I love that. Yeah. But I, yeah, I agree. I wish that there were more cartoons like Pepper Ann yeah. and the like. Doug. Today, yeah. Or even like Rugrats. Yeah. I tried to force 
Jack to watch Rugrats a couple times, and he did watch a few episodes, and then was like, meh. All right, so I'm giving it an all that. Yeah. All that. A double all that. Wow. Cool. I'm really excited about what we're talking about today. Me too. So um, Jill and I watched the New York Times, right? That's who hosted it, documentary on Hulu called Framing Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. If you haven't watched it and you have Hulu, I highly suggest you go watch it. It is so well done. And if you don't have Hulu, just one of your friends or family members they must do. have it. Just, just ask get them. their password for it. We okay. know you have a, a way in. Of course you do. I how mean, else are you going to watch Handmaid's Tale? And right. how else are you going to watch those other things? Exactly. Um, like, But yes, to your point, very well done. So well done. Loved it. So um, I would like to start and ask you first a question. Let me hear it. So... I want to know your first impressions of Britney Spears, and I want your opinion. Don't tell me what you think now. Don't tell me what you think after watching the documentary. But in 2007, when she was losing her damn mind, Mm. what did you think then? I thought, wow, this bitch is crazy. Yeah. And she's making a fool of herself. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, how could you do that with all... With all of your fame and fortunes, like, you flushed your life down the toilet. Yeah. That was my thought. What did you think? Were you a Britney Spears fan? I wasn't, like, I wasn't crazy about her the way I am, the way I was for Hanson. Boy bands and yes, stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I actually remember the very first time I heard about her. I was at JCPenney with my mom. And remember, they used to have TVs throughout the store. That yeah. Aired, like, in the junior section, I was mm-hmm. in there. It was September 98. I had just started my freshman year at... In high school. I remember I went to an all-girls yep. high school. That's funny because that's part of my first impression, yeah, too. Yeah, and the video for Baby One More Time was playing, and I was like, that's so funny. That's the uniform. Like, that's the skirt I yep. wear. As the exact same navy too. blue skirt. <laughs> I was like, cool, cool, cool. Um, and I just remember thinking, like, wow, that's... But the video was typical, like, high school at yep. the time, right? What you would see on TV. Yep. Like, the clueless high school. like The lockers. The lockers. And, the, and yeah. you know, jocks in their right. varsity jackets. And the trendy girls. And, you know. And I remember... Uh, I like the song. Her music, I always found to be catchy. Yeah. 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 What about you? What um What was your... How did you feel about Britney when she was losing her mind? Um, same. Yeah. I thought the same thing. Very, very judgmental. Mm-hmm. And for however old I was in 2007. What? Right. Like 1920. I don't know. But being very, yeah. Yeah. Just very like, oh my God, uh, what a waste of right. your accomplishments and the right. things you've done. You're just, <laughs> you suck. And, right. and I blamed KFED. I remember that too. Being like, this is all Kevin Federline's fault because. She's better than him. But anyways, right. um, more on that later. I just wanted to know, because I think an important part of the narrative of the documentary, which we'll get into, is like, we had it so wrong. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we had right. it so wrong. But anyways, I um, f- felt similarly as you do when she came out. Like, I wasn't, like, obsessed with her. Like, I was obsessed with the Backstreet Boys and stuff. Right. But I definitely liked her. Yeah. I wanted her CD and, like... Right, yes. I knew her songs and stuff. But I wasn't, like, I need a poster of Britney Spears and I want to go to her... Con- <laughs> you know what I mean? I was right. like, oh, she's cool. Something they say in the documentary that I was like, yeah, that's what it was, is, like, they think she appealed to Catholic schoolgirls and stuff mm. because of that video. Yeah. Not because of the, like, uh, sexuality of it, but the, like, 
taking control of that environment in an environment where you're so like and that's I was like yes that without knowing it at the time like when he said that I'm like that's what it was you were just like drawn to her and you didn't know why and it's because she was commanding yes the fucking halls of that Catholic school (laughs) and speaking of I mean it's funny that you say taking control because I wrote a note about that I mean I'll get into it later but I feel like that's a lot of what I think that's the root of her problems is an inability to take control and mm-hmm. a desire to take control because everyone, not that she wasn't in control, but well, she know, lost it. Yeah, fast. exactly. Exactly. Fast. So, okay. Um, the documentary um, starts with like people standing outside the courtroom and kind of like cluing us in because right. it was a hearing a petition to remove her conservatorship. So the documentary starts like in media ray, which literary term means like in the middle of things. So we don't start at the very beginning of her life. We start at yeah. what's happening with the conservatorship. People and are yeah. We go work backward, right? So where do you want to start? What do you want to start? Um I so they start with that piece of it and they're talking about free bit free Britney and I, I always thought the Free Britney movement was a little bit too much. Hokey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like too much. Like, really, you're investing all this time and energy into it. By the end of the documentary, I was like, where uh, can I sign up? Oh, no, <laughs> I totally agree. Right. And I felt the same way. And also, I mean, it's just, it's an interesting thing because the people, like, some people are standing outside and there's like a boy, I shouldn't say a boy, a man being like uh, on a megaphone, being like, yeah. Britney Spears gave me the courage. Yes. It's like a gay man or whatever. And I was yep. like, okay, right. it was Britney Spears who did that. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But the thing is that it very well could have been because as a preteen teen, as we've been talking about, you like cling to things. And you know what I mean? Like, so and I, yeah. Right. And I think he said he grew up like in a small town where like yeah. that was very frowned upon and... You know, you think about like what they your escape, right? When you're struggling with any exactly. part of your life, is it music? Is it books? Either way, you're escaping to something, and you know there's some outside outside force that it eventually gives you the courage to be your yeah your true self, right? Um, I just in the beginning when they said that, I'm like, she didn't have like a huge movement or anything, but I get that. Okay, she was like right. an accepting part. You know what I mean? Cool, right. got it. Um, those people were drawn to it. Anyways, I don't know why that's neither here nor there, but I guess to say <laughs> that, um, yeah, I felt the same. The Free Britney movement to me was a little like, calm down, everyone. Right. I also liked that throughout the documentary, they, um, you know, the way the New York, Ti- New York Times does, they were providing you with information like the definition of a conservatorship. Yeah. And to read the legal definition of a conservatorship, well, it was the Merriam-Webster definition, but it was just sad because it's... One who one that preserves from injury or violation, um, and then a synonym would be protector, mm-hmm. which is not at all how I feel the situation went down. Exactly, because if that was the case, it would not have gone down. The it wouldn't continue to be what it is today. If you know the real, and it's you're talking about like making sure that she's safe, and making sure that decisions are made on her behalf. That are in her best interest because she's allegedly incompetent, but allegedly, but yeah, yeah we'll get into yeah, that we'll get into too. that, but yeah, so but seeing that definition, first thing, it was just like that is not what's happening here. Okay, you so let's I mean? set the stage with like her early how how she became Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Yes. So, um, 
I mean, they don't like go hugely into. Obviously, that that could be a whole different documentary. The, like, yeah, that would be like a multi-episode documentary. But the long and short of it is, um, she was a talented young girl who mm-hmm. sang and danced and acted all the time. And what was the show that she was on? The Mickey Mouse Club. No, oh no, no uh, Star Search. Star Search. Is that what it was? So she, yeah. So she went on Star Search. Sings so 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 well. There's just got like this all deep over. Yep. voice that does not belong in a ten year old. Like, not at where all. is it coming from? You are obviously talented. And like the breath control, I know. she holds those notes forever. If you literally Google Britney Spears on Star Search, she's It'll wearing like a black and white dress. It's clearly like a velvet dress. Yep. Very classic early nineties. You got to see it. it. So good. Um, I would have wanted it. I mean, just absolutely. <laughs> So she grew up in the Bible Belt. She was in her church choir. Yep. And we're being introduced to her by her assistant, who turns out to be a friend of her mom's. Who is like something I love about her is that she is unchanged. Yes. By her journey of being Britney Spears' assistant. Like she's still wearing overalls (laughs) and her hair is way dated and um And she seems to really care about Britney. Absolutely. Yeah, she's she's sweet. And she said at one point what did she say? That she wanted to do the interview to remind people of why they fell in love with Britney in the first place. Yes. And I, yes. Which was very Which touching. I love that. So, um, everyone recognizes that Britney Spears is, like, clearly talented. And they're like, what do we do with this girl? Like, right. what do we do with this girl? So they um, essentially, like, send her and her mom, Lynn, to New York City to enroll her in, like, acting classes and singing classes and do, you know what I mean, do auditions and stuff like that. And it cost her money, and it was, like, a risk. And uh, she goes out there. Her dad was not – they make a point to say, like, her dad was not really involved in that. He was more so, like, wanted returns. Right, wanted to know how they were going to – even afford this and how are you going to afford it and like how quickly am i going to get my money back basically like when is she going to become famous so i can get my money back sort of thing before we move to that part to the new york part of it i just want to say like one of the things that i one of the reasons why i said to you why don't we do the britney documentary is because there were so many moments in it that was like Worked for the 90s. Oh, and God, yes. The first one was when Ed McMahon, who was hosting this, Star Search. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. He says, everyone must know. He says she has pretty eyes and asks if she has a boyfriend. Which, why are you asking a 10-year-old that? Why are you asking a 10-year-old that? Why are you asking a 10-year-old that after she just gave the performance of her life? Right. Like, that's all you can think you're of. You're not going to say, set, where about? do you sing? Right. There's, you, do you sing whatever? Do you sing in right. a choir? Do you do, sing at school? Do you sing in the shower if you right. want to be gross? Like, right. whatever. Like Right. And then when she says she doesn't have a boyfriend because boyfriend, boys are mean, he says, well, what about me? I'm not mean. You are a 69-year-old yeah. man asking a 10-year-old this. That is gross. It like, is gross. Wh- why? Why? I just... And that's a, like... Oh, never and, mind. I mean, I don't know. I would hope that today it would be different, but I also I don't just know. don't know. I don't know. You I mean, know? it would be scrutinized a lot more. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people would notice, where at the time, nobody noticed. Everyone laughed. The audience, right? Yeah, exactly. All right, so yeah, I wrote a note on that too. That was the first "what the fuck" '90s moments for me. Well, yeah, and they brought up, they also brought up like, okay, this is boy band time. This is yeah the time of the boy band. Nobody's asking the boy singers. Do you have a girlfriend? Do you? Can I be your girlfriend? Right. You you have really pretty eyes. Yeah. Nobody. (laughs) Everybody's saying like, how long have you? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. So she's in New York City. She's taking all these things or whatever. And um, then she auditions to 
be in the musketeer a uh, musketeer yep in the mickey mouse club and she crushed the audition and she's in she's, she's in. in like flynn she's yep. in like flynn and it's awesome and everyone loves her and she's singing her ass off on the show again having like, a great time incredible show and then uh gets a record deal right and then um this is so just she something... takes a break between mickey mouse club and the record deal she right. goes back home and she's like a normal high school a normal kid which i that's crazy to think. Yeah, there's, I think something about Britney Spears that I'll say now and we'll bring it up later. I think she wanted to be a normal person. Yeah. She just liked. Yeah. She liked it. Do right. you know what I mean? Like, right. like she was like, I like singing and dancing and performing. So right. So let's do that. But that's right. not going to be my whole life. Right. I think you're right about that. So, okay. So she gets a record deal and, um, Britney's mom asked Felicia to, like, be her chaperone on it so mm-hmm. she could stay home with Jamie Lynn because she's so young or right. whatever. Now, I don't know why I just find this interesting because, like, I'm not going to mom shame Lynn Spears in this because you don't – you know what I mean? I'm sure it was, like, a whole, a whole tough thing. decision yeah. about, like, what do we do because th- this girl deserves to chase her dreams, but I have a first grader and stuff. But, like, man, that's tough. Yeah. That's also, like, a tough way, too. I can't imagine doing it without my mom or my dad. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, and you have to, I mean, I think this speaks a lot to Jamie Spears, her father. Yeah. And the fact that mom was like, and maybe it was also the times. Like right now, if at this point in my life, if Jack was like given an opportunity like that, let's yeah. say, I wouldn't ask someone to go with him. I'd be like, one of us is going with Jack. And then you switch. Right. Right? Yeah. Right, right. And, and then you, you just switch. Like, turns. Because I, but I also trust my husband with our kids. Right. Like That's true. That's a really good point. You know? So I think that's really the... That's probably one of the major issues. I just, for some reason, when they were saying that, because that it's not, sad. nobody brings it up as years. an issue. Right. You know what? Nobody's right. like, oh, and whatever. Nobody's shaming her. But when she said that, I was like, ooh, that's a tough way to start yeah. this this journey. Journey, like, I don't know. Because she was, what, 16 or 17 probably at the time? Yeah. The yeah. thing is, like, yeah, Felicia seems great and sweet. But she's and, not her mom. But she's not her mom. And the thing is that mamas are, like, fiercely protective of their kids. And I'm yeah. just thinking about, like. Oh, yeah. I don't know. If in the beginning you'd be like, no, they're too close to you. It makes me uncomfortable. And right. I, I don't know. Right. So that's just a note worth mentioning, I think. Oh, another note worth mentioning is the Jive executive. It was Nancy. I don't remember. I didn't get her name, but the executive from Jive Records said that Jamie said to her, my daughter's going to make me so rich. She's going to buy me a boat. And then the executive said, that's all I'm going to say about Jamie. Yeah. She was pissed. She clearly didn't like him and noted that he was like basically absent and all he cared about was the money. Yeah. And, um... Like, if that doesn't tell you something, like, why isn't that used as proof in the, like... Conservatorship? Yeah, it should be. And I I know they said he, like, struggled with alcohol, and he tried... He, like, started and stopped a bunch of different businesses, Mm -hmm. and it just seemed like... You already said it, but it seems like he didn't care how he just wanted to be rich. Right. Like, whether it was, I'm going to start... And quick. Quickly. Right. Quickly. Cash it in. Is I it want... going to be because of this business I start or because my daughter's making it? Either way. I want it. I want that check. Yeah. Ugh. And that's all I am I care about there. Right. Um. Okay. So Brittany's sweet little humble beginnings performing in malls. Which I love. I love. Remember when going to the mall was like a whole thing? It was a whole 
thing. I don't know if that's something teenagers do nowadays. I mean, teenagers, let us know. I know. They're not listening to this. They're on TikTok. You're right. <laughs> we got to get on the talk. We got to get on TikTok so we can reach out to the youth and they hey. can listen to our, our podcast. They won't. Us. I know they won't. Or they like, will like for their book reports. <laughs> <laughs> you can either read a book or listen to a podcast. <laughs> About the ancient 1900s. Oh, my God. Um, the late 1900s. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I love seeing the I clips of that. her on the wall. And she's just so, like, she just seems so normal. Yeah. So, and she's like, really happy about yeah. it. Yeah. She's excited. She's and... like, this is my new one called whatever. Right. Ugh. So cute. Poor Brit. Okay. Yeah. So her, something I wrote down, because then they quickly go to the skyrocketing <coughs> fame, which I'm excited to talk about, but they said, like, she was, uh, the process of becoming famous was, like, exciting to her, and she was, like, she was humbled by it. Yeah. But they said her first Christmas oh, as God, yeah. a paid artist, mm-hmm. she took $10,000 out in $100 bills and just, like, walked around the streets and gave it to people and said Merry Christmas. She lived, yeah. And I love that because, like, I, th- that's what I would do. Yeah. I love, I would yeah. want to do the same thing. And I'm like, I love that. That's what you're like. Let's go. Right. I'm going to share. I want to share my blessings with yeah. other people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. And her smile so bright and sweet. And okay. So now she's skyrocketing to fame. And something that they brought up that I like, I would love to do a book report on personally is they <laughs> said she was skyrocketing to fame at the same time that the Clinton Lewinsky scandal. Oh, that's was right. Going on. That's right. And I think that that's an interesting parallel because because young girls are women of that age were seen right. as sluts, sluts and easy. And if you weren't wearing like a button down shirt, you know, I mean, Jay Leno said it all over when again they were talking. People blamed Monica Lewinsky. Right. Do right. You remember? Yes. And it's so funny because how? How was that the narrative? I that was the narrative. I know. And I, you know, at the time. OK, so when did that happen? Between 95 and 97 came to light in 98. OK. Well, that makes sense because Britney Spears, her first single came out. In September of 98. Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. Okay, so Monica Lewinsky, that scandal happens in 98. Yeah. So I was 14, going yeah. on 15, and did not know enough about what had happened because I wasn't of paying attention not. to the news. I just, all I heard were the jokes that were made at Monica's expense, right? Yeah. And we didn't have the internet then, so we could research no. everything. And recently, like in the last month, actually, I did, like one night, late at night, deep dive started on wikipedia ended up reading like transcripts of everything and it's just here you have a man in a position of power exactly taking advantage the ultimate power of a young woman who was like impressionable she's just starting out her career and now this is and what... in that day and age that is the time right where i'm telling you i know i told the story i don't know if i told it to you or if i told it on the pod where i as a 14 year old girl i was working and you didn't I say told it on my, the pod. Okay. Yeah. You so, told me Kate. Oh, okay. So this is just like a quick story, but this is just like the time. Yeah. There, I used to work golf outings at a country club and it was like a weird thing because it, it wasn't the members. It was like people would just come in and use the country club because like we knew them. You know what? I, they were there every week. Yeah. So I guess it would have been a bigger deal. I don't know what I've seen. Look at me making excuses. <laughs> um, so 
I had this one time I was working and this guy kept calling me over to his table. And every time he called me over to his table, he would rest his hand on my butt. Like, while, wild. And it was so, and I'm 14. And I went and I told my boss, right? right. And I, and I straight up said, he's done it like four times now. Every time I come, he's like, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. And then like puts his hand on my butt while he's like, we'll have the chicken. Like I'll you don't another... need my, you no, don't you need don't my need... behind as a, as a hand <laughs> rest, thank sir. You. I told my boss, it was making me uncomfortable. And my boss goes, eh, he's harmless. You'll probably get a good tip. That is fucked. So saying that, that was, and that was like normal. Right. Normal interaction. So right. imagine that scenario, but in the White House with the right. fucking president. Right. Exactly. You're going to do right whatever is even remotely hinted at you. Right. I just. Okay. So. But to your point, all of this is happening at the same time. Right. So Britney Spears is out there. She's on TRL. Yeah. She's taking advantage. She's like. Also, that time period. This is something I saw. Um, Like. In that culture, you used your body as fashion. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The jeans were low rise. That's a really good way to put it. And yeah, because somebody somebody put that up. They're like, oh, all you know, they were talking about how Gen Z is like so body positive and awesome, and like millennials get your shit together, just like love your body. And they're like, you don't understand. You guys have awesome fashion, and like <laughs> why we're so intense right. about our skinny jeans and stuff is right. because our bodies were the fashion. Right. And. So everybody's looking at your bodies two right. four seven, right? As opposed to like what you're wearing, what you're wearing. And there, so whatever as a pop star, yeah. she's wearing, right? She's appealing to her she's audience. She's appealing to her audience. One of her classmates said, a former classmate who was a man, of course, said she needs to back off, put a pair of blue jeans on, and just sing. Like, but she hey. did sing in her blue jeans, right? But how about like how about <laughs> fuck off? Like I'm sorry that her blue jeans are too low cut for you, and like. Uh, who you do not get to like tell me what to wear like what even but i also think like if you go back and look at we're gonna say rock because i know she was a pop but it's dance it's, all it's entertainment yeah. it's it's different than jewel jewel's gonna sit with an acoustic guitar right. and wear like lavender dresses and it's fine right. you look at steven tyler who like would wear no shirt right. and, like, an open jacket or vest, these, like, leather pants with, like, scarves everywhere. Like no. Janis Joplin, right? right? Like, we're, ta- we're people like that who, yeah, maybe they're not, but they were scandalously clad for their For the era. times. Yeah. Right, right. So, anyway, to your point, everyone is, this is all in the time of Monica, and Jay Leno is cracking jokes. He says, everybody goes for Monica, the cheap, slutty girl who puts out. Yeah. And uh, someone else, oh, she was on and she was being interviewed and someone said that all of these interview moments just get like make me cringe uh-huh. so hard because it's just like, why are you asking her these questions? Why are you commenting on it? I don't see you commenting on men's fashion or like the boy bands who go out shirtless. Right. And this guy said, to many, you're a contradiction. On the one hand, you're a sweet, innocent, virginal type. On the other hand, you're a sexy vamp in underwear. And yeah. she laughed, and she's like, I wouldn't say underwear. But also, like, first of all, virginity is like a social construct. Yep. Created by men. Right. Okay. Have you seen the, I don't know if I sent it to you, but that it was TikTok? what. Yes, yes I did. Because it literally changed my view on it's it like, for a oh second. My God, I was like, you're are right. you kidding me? Right, yeah. right. So, like, again, why, like, oh, sweet, innocent, vir- like, virginal type. It's just like, what are you doing? You're having this conversation with a girl who's, what, 17, 18, 19? Like, yeah. that is just. 
Asking her if her boobs are real. Right. Oh, my God. That one, the guy was like, oh, well, the question's going to come up. Uh, everyone's talking about it. Your breasts. And you seem to like, get furious when a talk show host comes up with the subject. So then why would you bring it up? Why? why like, what What do her breasts matter? What should right. she do? I mean, I don't know. I just, ugh. Anyway. So all of that's happening while Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton, like, everyone is decide. everyone in the media has decided that. If you are not what we decide, you're a slut. Yes. And we're going to change, we can change our minds. Yes. Whenever we want. At the drop of a hat. And it's coming from. who's a slut and who's not. And it's coming from all sides. It's coming from men. It's coming from, it's like the woman whose name I can't remember now, of course, who played, uh. Uh, Mrs. Brady on the Brady Bunch was on the Today Show and also commented like oh she doesn't seem that innocent. Henderson, yes, that's her, right? Yeah, I it think is. So, yeah, yeah. She, she doesn't seem that innocent. Like what? Again, like what? She like, also sings a song. I'm not that innocent. She's not trying. <laughs> okay, so this is something with entertainment, right? And I think who's it happening with today? It's happening with somebody today. Who is it? Oh, Cardi B, obviously. Oh, hello. Yeah. Where? Um, like people are upset about oh, the, doctor the example she's mm-hmm. setting for children, and it's like she's not setting an right. example for children. She's, she's like, not. My music is not for kids, but <laughs> it's not for kids, right? And so people are like, oh, she performed WAP at the music, the VMA, award. and was it's it like, the VMAs? yes, that is a show that was on at 10 p.m. Right for adults, right? If you're gonna let your kid watch that, that's on you. That's on you. Exactly. It's not Cardi B's job or MTV's job to parent your child. You, or wait, was it MTV or the VMAs? I don't or was know. It? Or was it the no? It was the Grammys. Oh my god. Either the way, she was the performing VMAs even something that happened late at night. It was the Grammys, right? And like, why people are... were in an uproar, being like, "But you're going to get rid of Dr. Seuss books?" And it's like, "Well, yeah, those are for children, right? And, and, they're, and they're racist, and they're they're racist, right. and um, we're not removing the whole brand, just right. those just few those books, six books." And then you can keep going. And yes, she's performing. And if you don't want your kids to watch it, then don't then don't watch it. watch it. Right. I watched the performance. If Cardi B made a kid's book, I would not buy it. Well, but maybe it would be a fun, if it was like a funny book. <laughs> I mean, you know. But without reading it, this is all I'm saying. Oh, sure. That's, I mean, I would get it, it and like read it myself and then decide whether or not. Can you imagine Cardi B? I wonder what no, that book would be like. I know. <laughs> it's a lot. Waffles and pizza. <laughs> Waffles and peanut butter. That's all Jack wants to eat ever. Jack, you want a wop? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? He's he going to go to daycare and be like, I had hey, wop for I dinner last wop? night. Everyone's like, excuse me. Somebody calls CPS. Wow. Dad. I love it. I did watch her performance the next day online, and... I saw some comments from people being like, this is disgusting. How could anyone say this was great? And I was like, I'm sorry, but that was fantastic. I did not watch it. And I'm sure it was great. She can, I mean, she can move. She can perform. She's a performer. Like, she's not And so was Britney Spears. (laughs) Exactly. Britney, this is what I'm saying. She, and she was the one who wanted to be dancing. And do you know what I mean? Like, this was a Britney Spears thing. Right. Like, right. I think it got out of hand, but I mean, in terms of other people <coughs> controlling her, not her dancing getting out of hand. But no, I know what you mean. Um, think about how many songs go right over your head. When right. I was younger, I loved Like a Virgin. I didn't know what a virgin was. Okay, well, there's another perfect fucking example. Madonna. Right. right. Madonna. Hello. I know. She was also, I mean, she was probably. She was chastised. Yeah, so it's true. But uh, I remember asking my mom what a virgin was, and she said it's what Jesus's mother was. And oh, that okay. was enough for my five-year-old brain. Perfect. Like, you don't need to get into it. Anyway. 
Okay. I could so, go off on 10 tangents because uh, all this day long. makes me so I know. mad. This is why we wanted to do this. Remember? I know. <laughs> we, like, wouldn't let ourselves talk about it. I'm like, don't talk to me about this Britney Spears documentary. Wait until we have microphones in front of us. All right. Let's get into the Justin Timberlake of it let's all. Let's fucking do it. Hey, Justin. You're a dick. You're trash. I I'm hate you. done with Justin Timberlake. I, know. I have I have personally canceled Justin Timberlake in my life. I Not don't because of this moment. I've been it's been a long ju- yeah. time coming. And we've had conversations about yeah. this. And I don't remember where he was on my list of people. He was number two. Uh, was he number two? Well, yeah. guess what? He's demoted to number four. Canceled. He's demoted to number four. Yeah, I mean was... I still can't put Chris Kirkpatrick above him. Okay. But he's, he's number four. Um He's so, below Lance Bass. Okay. They were like the royal couple. The royal pop couple. For the American nation. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. They break up. Justin takes a quick control of the narrative by writing Cry Me a River, right. songs like that, filming music videos where... It was a oh, revenge video, basically. Oh, yeah, revenge video, doing all this. The tabloids are like Britney Spears homewrecker you know what right. i mean like blaming her yep so who knows what happens but right. the point is justin timberlake knew what he was doing yeah. by getting ahead of the narrative of course because he wanted to maintain his image yeah so by painting britney spears as the slut and him as like the perfect boyfriend you yeah. know who was cheated on it fit you know then she was the bad guy just so weird just like what happened with monica yeah Right? Right. I mean, not weird at all. Just... Did she, Not that it matters, but did she cheat? Or is that just the rumor? I mean... And who, that's what I mean. Like, I think she may have. I think allegedly it was like with someone on her crew or... I don't fed, remember. Beep, beep. Oh um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also at that point, how old are we? 17? Right. You don't have to. Like, that's when you're allowed to... Can you imagine your... 17-year-old mishaps and relationships being documented in fucking magazines. No. I mean, I like to forget a lot of my, oh my God, early too, 20s. That's what I'm saying. So can you imagine, like... Oh, it was her choreographer, Wade Robson, allegedly. It was reported that Britney cheated on Justin with her choreographer. So it was in 2002. So they were in their early... Tw- like, they were in their early 20s. Yeah. For sure. I was a nightmare in my early 20s. Yeah. Um. No kidding. So, not only that, but she had come out at some point because everyone was so interested in her virginity yeah. and had said that she was waiting. She wanted to, She was hoping to wait until she was married, which, again, why That was also we... a huge narrative in the 90s. Why Jessica are we Simpson, asking, right, why remember? Are, yeah, why is that a thing? Why does it matter? Like, it's because society wanted these young women who a lot of their daughters we're listening to and looked up to to be presented as these pure like you know chast virginal women well britney spears can be a virgin so can you right exactly and when that didn't work out that way it was you know i'm sorry but a lot of the right wing talks about cancel culture and how awful it is but come on what were they doing in the 90s and the early 2000s Oh, they were canceling. Right, breaking people like Britney Spears through the mud. Yeah. You know? And also, it's not cancel culture. It's uh, holding people accountable for their racist bullshit. Accountability culture. But anyway. Um, 
Okay, let's talk about the Diane Sawyer interview because I am canceling Diane Sawyer. I'm all, oh, wait, but first, oh, okay. I'm also canceling Justin for coming out on a radio show and saying like, that he, yeah, quote, fucked that. Britney Spears. Gross. Do you want to know gross. the appropriate response, Justin? Oh, we don't need to talk about either one of our sex lives on the radio. That's a private thing between two people. That's right. a role model. That is a role model. Fail. What did you think of his apology that came out after the I don't give a shit about his apology. Too little, too late, Justin Timberlake. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I'm not. No, I appreciate your candor. That's my <laughs> initial and I said that to you because you, you did. did you were like Justin apologized and I'm like, don't care. And you're like, Well, Chelsea, we can't have this accountability culture and also not accept people's apologies. And you're fucking right. But the <laughs> thing is, I uh, I don't like. I it would be more meaningful if he had reached out to. That's him what I mean. That's what maybe I mean. he did. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. Who knows? But posting it to Instagram from a notes on your iPhone is not the way. Right. It's not the way. Right. So that's how I feel about that. I uh, will forever hold a grudge against Justin Timberlake. Guess what? And you so can't will I. make me not. So will I. <laughs> so yes, apology accepted however (laughs) i still want nothing to do with you okay diane sawyer does an interview with britney spears and the reason i hate her the most is she sits there and breaks girl code Mm -hmm. and says what did you do yes i wrote that down and with the you know the underlying what's unsaid is to cause the breakup and then this part really got me Diane tells her, which first of all, why? Why would you do this? She's like, did you know there's a woman who says... The wife of the Maryland governor. Oh, perfect. I didn't... I missed that part. I just said a woman. Who said she would like to shoot Britney Spears in the face if If she she had had the chance. chance. Because of the example. Because of the example. So then Britney Spears... How hard it is to be a parent. That's what Diane Sawyer says. Well, that's what I was going to say. So Britney Spears starts... Britney Spears' reaction is authentic Mm -hmm. and appropriate. Yeah. She's like, ew. Yeah. Why would you say that? Yeah. That's so awful. That's right. off. And Britney Spears is saying, that's awful for somebody to say, I'd like to shoot you in the face. I yeah, agree. Yeah, that is awful. And Diane Sawyer <laughs> is like, it is awful because it's already hard to be a parent. And it's like, oh, my God. Uh, Again, why? Like, it's not. And Britney Spears said, I think, did she say, like, that's well, I'm she not was like, parent. Or babysitter. I think I wrote it down. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't write it down. But I swear she said something like that. Well, like, oh, yeah, she said, I'm not here to babysit her kids. Yeah. Right. Okay. So Full good. Stop. Don't hire her as a babysitter. Right. She doesn't need to babysit for your kids, by the way. By, BT but does. CPS should be called. Yeah. Since you're threatening to shoot people in the face if you have the chance. Absolutely. Like, just, you're the problem. Do you realize right. that here? Like, who's the problem? If your kids are like, ooh, mom, look, I'm dressed like Britney Spears. And you're like, I'd like to shoot that Britney Spears in the <laughs> face. Let me tell you who's the problem here. Spoiler alert. Wow, when you put it that way, it's right? very, very painfully obvious. Yes. <laughs> I'd like to shoot that Britney Spears in the face if yeah. you're going to dress like if her. If you're going to dress like her, I'm going to shoot her in the face. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> So, it really makes no sense. Because that's what I, when she said that, that's what I got the vision of. Because, right. like, what is, Britney, it's not like Britney Spears is, at this point in time, she hasn't fallen apart yet. Do right. you know what I mean? She She's hasn't. still just dancing on stages. Yeah. And it's also not like clad. Britney Spears went to the governor of Maryland's home and, like, did and was a like, strip tease in front of the kids. I just want to show your daughters these cool moves. <laughs> I'm a slave. <laughs> Get yourself the biggest, fattest cobra you can find. And hold it on your neck. In a very sexual way. If you put your neck back like this, it's like a sexy exorcist. 
<laughs> and people love it. No, she's not doing that. She's just dancing and performing. And honestly, like, I remember, okay, so my friend Brianne, she was always obsessed with Britney Spears, still is, always was, was an OG. She was, like, on the dance team or whatever. Okay. And so, like, I was her these birthday parties, sleepover birthday parties, and I couldn't have a party without a competition. And <laughs> we would split into two groups and, like, make up dances and then perform them uh-huh. for my parents, and they would have to vote on who was the Stop better it. performer. <laughs> Now, like, what ended up happening? Did you ever win or did you Hell ever Hell no, because I was in the, well, my parents were always like, they both are great. They both win. And we'd be like, pick one. And they both are great. They both were so good, but for different reasons. Because what would happen is it would be like the dance girls and the non-dance girls. Oh, well, they should have at least mixed it up. No, we didn't do that. Oh and so us non-dance girls were like, like getting tennis rackets. And being like the ba 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 baran, like wearing like things, and you know what I mean. I'm sure. like square wow. dancing, or we had props, and we wow. would make up a dance for like ten minutes, and then we'd sit around and gossip and be like, "Are you guys done yet?" And we'd be over, and they'd be like five, six, seven, eight, and they're still learning all these Britney Spears dance moves. And all I'm saying is, they were definitely Britney Spears inspired, and fine. Nobody right. was like. Oh my God, she says we should go find Britney Spears and shoot her in the face. We should shoot her in the face. <clears throat> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, wow. I don't know why I'm saying that, but Diane but, yeah, Sawyer is canceled. Canceled. When I saw that, I think I texted you and I was like, "Oh my God, I'm so mad." And you were like, "Don't tell me. Don't say it. Don't say it. Save it for the pod. Save it for the pod." But yeah, um, I the biggest reason I'm upset with Diane Sawyer is because she broke girl code straight yeah. up. Yeah, that's. I agree. You can't attack another woman like that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Brittany and K. Fed. So this is around the time when the paparazzi is blowing up. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't really know. I feel like it's not as. I don't want to say violent, but like aggressive today. I have no clue. And I, if any celebrities are listening, and we know you are, if you could please just give us a quick call and let us know what the paparazzi scene is like these days. Thanks. I'll send Chrissy Teigen a message on Instagram. Yeah, I'm just sure ask she'll her. Respond. Absolutely, she will. Um, and photos of Britney Spears would sell for up to a million dollars. Outrageous. And she starts dating Kevin Federline. Her dancer. They're all, like, their photos are, you know, everyone's following them around, and they seem very in love, and it's all very happy, and... They get married. So here's something I wrote down. In the beginning, she seems to kind of enjoy the paparazzi. Yeah. And I wouldn't say enjoy, but think it's funny. Right. You know what I mean? She doesn't mind it. She doesn't mind it. She's got a good sense of humor with them. You know, like, she's like, party at my house and stuff, and you know what I mean, and smiling at them and giving them the shots. Right. And stuff. Right. And, um, but then it, it gets to be a lot. Yeah. So, and you know what's interesting now that I'm thinking about it is that it seems to get to be a lot when she starts to have her kids. Well, yeah. Which, okay. And I think I that, also wrote a note on that. So. Like, obviously. Right. Everything changes when you have kids, first exactly. of all. Exactly. So, I think that the paparazzi was probably, like, ravenous. Yeah, because they want pictures of her with her babies. Right. And here's another and thing. Also, she had them quickly. Yeah. And that's a lot on a woman. Having a, lot. a baby is a lot on and a woman. And then you get pregnant again. right away. She, they say that you should wait like 18 months between pregnancies. So like you have a baby, don't get pregnant again for 18 months <laughs> to like optimize like the mother's health. It's it's in the mother's best interest. She that got pregnant three months later. Clearly didn't happen here. Yeah. 
I can't even imagine the roller coaster of hormones. I mean, I had one child right. and was a mess. Okay. Now you've got a woman who is being tailed by the paparazzi left and right. She's got a baby. She's pregnant. And she just wants to keep her baby safe, wants to keep herself safe. And no one's giving her any breathing room. Nobody's giving her any breathing room. And they're there 24-7. Yeah. Like, they are there 24-7. Okay. Right. So, and she's not going to play around with them anymore because she's got a kid to worry about. Right. That's what I mean. Like, it may have been cute and funny before. And now right. it's like, it's not cute and funny anymore. Right. Like, you guys need to respect me and my family. And so they were showing, they showed, and I know this comes later, but I imagine it still happened outside her home and stuff, too. They show these little clips of the paparazzi essentially getting in fights with each other. Right. Trying like, to get not the with shot. her, but trying to get the shot, and they're yelling at each other, or whatever. Like, can what if you're like, what if one of them has a gun? What if one of them, right. like, is not trying to shoot me? I don't think anybody's trying to shoot me, but what if I'm shot in the crossfire? And, right. Okay. So let's talk about postpartum depression for a little bit. Yes. Can you, because I did not struggle with postpartum depression, but yes. you did. So can you talk about what it was like? I would love to. Okay. Um, I had it with my with Jack, my oldest, mm-hmm. um, and. Baby blues are normal. They usually happen, <clears throat> like, within a week of when you have your baby. And I had the baby blues. It's usually very short. It was very short. Very short-lived. Like, literally, like, a few days, maybe, like, a week or two. Um, I had it for, like, two days. Yeah. I remember very, I was crying short. fetal position on the couch and saying I was upset because my mom got Jackson to stop crying. I remember this. Yes. And then I started sobbing. And I was like, I can't even make my own baby stop crying. <laughs> but I was also very tired. And then I was right. fine the next day. Keep going. Right. So that's normal. Yep. Um, With me, it was like... I was exhausted all the time, um, and every woman experiences it differently. And there's mm-hmm. also postpartum anxiety, which I didn't struggle with, but is a whole, is a whole other, you know, uh, uh, struggle. Yeah. But with postpartum depression, it was like for me, it was uh, I was tired all the time. I had there was like no joy, no right? Joy. I took I like didn't have any issues as far as taking care of Jack was concerned. Like he was well taken care of. He was nursed. You know, I, I was breastfeeding. He always had a clean diaper on. He wasn't neglected in any way, but I felt like I couldn't connect with him because I was so tired and just so sad. Mm -hmm. And I felt like all the joy had been sucked out of my life. Why did I do this? I'm never going to be happy again. Um, I'm not laughing at anything. I'm just crying all the time. And then the day before my six-week postpartum appointment, because in the U.S., you only get seen when you're six weeks postpartum, and then that's it. And then it's okay. Well, your vagina looks like it's healed. You're on your way. Enjoy sex with your husband tonight. That's literally literally it. So (laughs) uh, I remember the night before I woke Adam up sobbing, and I had just... um, And at this point, Jack was already in his own bedroom. I moved the boys when they were like a month old. I'm like, you guys are too noisy at night. I need space. Um... And I had gone in to nurse him because he had woken up, and I came into my bedroom, and I woke Adam up sobbing. I said, I can't do this anymore. I don't know what to do. And Adam said, and I'm very lucky mm-hmm. because I have a partner who saw you, saw me, yeah. who figured it out, and it made me laugh in hindsight because the next day when I was nursing Jack and crying again for seemingly no reason, he came in with his iPad and said, I think you have postpartum depression. <laughs> Which just made me cry even harder. And I was like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But I just, in hindsight, I just laughed so hard because I'm like, it it was uh, picturing him whispering. Yes. For some reason, the visual of an iPad and not a phone makes it better. Like holding a big thing. That's literally like a PowerPoint presentation and being like, I think you're depressed. (laughs) 
literally it. It's literally it. So, um, and I'm very lucky We've because. we trying to read you about your car. <laughs> the, next, the next day of my doctor appointment, I immediately start crying. And my doctor was so great because he was like, you know, I remember those days because he's got three kids of his own. Yeah. And the nights are awful because you don't know what the night's going to bring. And then before you know it, it's daytime and you got to start all over again. And I was like, yeah. And you feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And he prescribed me medication that was breastfeeding friendly. And within oh, two weeks, I was a normal person. A normal I was myself person. again. And, and then, then did you well, immediately, in hindsight, though, were you able to look back and be like, oh, my God, wow. Whew, thank yeah. God I got on meds. Because yes. Yes. That and, was a clouded reality. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, I was never, I was never, I never wanted to hurt myself or hurt Jack or hurt anyone. But there were nights where I remember being so tired and just so like, I need a break feeling if I get into a car accident, that's just bad enough to land me in the hospital for like a couple nights, then that would be fine. Yeah. Like, how fucked is that? Yeah. Because there's no support system. Like, you know, you have a support system, but it's not, it's not enough. There's no. not, you know, when I was a baby, my mom lived next door to her parents. Yeah. And there were aunts and uncles nearby and everyone visiting and lots of, you know, there was a lot of, it takes a village and there really was a village. And I yeah. feel like it's a lot different now. Um, I have mixed feelings on that because I feel like there still is a village. But I think um, I think it's different for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And at the time with Jack, I remember also I was in a hole because I didn't want to be around anyone either. Sure. You that makes I mean? sense. That's that probably adds yeah. to. Right. Because what something that I think about is I'm like, I definitely had a lot of people coming over and now, see, the thing is, like, I'm so versed in mental health now and, right. like, self-care of now course. that if I were to have a baby today, I would be like, um, can you come over right. and hold my baby so I can take a nap? Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would have no problem with and that, with asking for that kind of help. But at the yes. time that I had my kids, people would say they'd come over and I'd feel like I needed to shower and do my hair and makeup. That's exactly that what it was like, like with Jack. Yeah. And then with Will, it was night and day. Yeah. First of all, I started meds before I even left the hospital mm -hmm. because you're more apt to have postpartum depression if you've had it before, you know, with subsequent pre pregnancies. And aside from that, I realized, like, I was so anxious and worried about, like, getting Jack on a schedule and making sure he had a routine and because that's what all the baby books say. And with Will, I was like, no, I'm just going to do what's best for me and my family. Yeah. And what's best for me is for us to lay in bed together until noon and then mosey on down yep. and get myself a cup of coffee and then you would come over, you know, once or twice a week at yep. least. Um, so, yeah, I feel like Brittany probably did not have that kind of a... Oh, my God. Absolutely not. And Plus, I also think that... She's a celebrity. Right. You're not allowed to have problems when you're And a she probably can't have, like, the luxury of hiring a nanny because who can you trust yeah. is not there just to say they're Britney Spears' nanny. Right. You know That's what I mean? it be very difficult. Um, and maybe she wanted to be very hands-on and didn't want a nanny, but... You're not allowed to make any mistakes when you're in the public eye well, because you'll get, especially if you're a woman. Right? Yeah, I mean, you could want to be hands on all day and still want to have help. You know what I mean? Listen, but I'm if just I saying, afford like, it, I would have had a night nurse. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> please get a night nurse. Anybody who can afford it, if you're oh, rich. No. Um. Oh, no. So, can you imagine having that postpartum depression with Jack? That you didn't get on meds for and then getting pregnant again. No. Oh, I, 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 no. I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine. I'm just like, take a moment of your depression and then imagine being like, and pregnant. 
I would. There's I, 27 I, paparazzi's outside. I your would. House. I. I don't think I could handle that. I. No. I would end up in a mental. I would end up in in a in a psychiatric center. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then, and I think that back then too, mental health, and we'll get into this. Oh more, yeah. But the way that mental health was treated back then is Whew. so different than today. Oh, it is so different, and thank God. Thank like, God. Like thank is right. God. Um. Okay. So. Something that she was majorly criticized for, and they show a clip of an interview with Matt Lauer, who has since been canceled, um, <laughs> because there's a photo of her holding one of her babies on her lap, like driving yes. down her street or whatever. Right. That's what made the tabloids saying, Britney Spears is an unfit mother. Look at yeah. She has her baby on her lap. So here's where I where I said, what did you think of her at the time? Because I remember seeing those tabloids and being believing that she was an unfit mother. Do you know what I mean? Like, what the hell is the matter with you? A baby? So then Matt Lauer says, what is that? And and I had obviously not seen this interview clip when it came out, but it's in the documentary. And when she says it, I'm like, I would have done the exact same thing. Because she says she's driving down her street. She's not on the highway. She is on her street. And the paparazzi is swarming her car. She is driving and there are people swarming her car. And she can't even see her, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I get it. Are you thinking? Plus, imagine having maybe she's got postpartum anxiety, maybe she's yeah. got postpartum psychosis. Like, right. something was clearly going on, right? And so now her probably fight or flight response is triggered, being like, Someone's trying to get my baby, right? They're whatever my baby's gonna get her, I'm gonna get her, I gotta get out of here. The safest place for my baby is in my arms, is in my arms, yes. So, I'm grabbing my baby, right. For this drive home, before somebody busts my window open, shatters glass on my kid, or tries to take it. I get it. Like, as soon as she explained it, I was like, like, oh, yep, I would have done the exact same thing. Of course. Because you don't see, the picture doesn't show the 27 other paparazzis trying to. It just shows her finally getting away and driving away. Yeah, it's just her face with the baby. So anyways, that's a lesson in Context matters. Context matters. Also, everything's a fucking iceberg. Like, you are only seeing one tiny little piece of it. Right. So You're not seeing the whole story. Just keep your opinions to yourself. They also said that she was an unfit mother because she tripped outside a hotel while holding her baby. Like, I also love, I love that they're like, she tripped while holding her baby. I'm like, oh, Lord, then call me unfit.com. And they're like, and she, while holding a glass of water. And I thought they were going to say, like, tequila or so something. Did I. And I was I like, oh, and then like they're like, oh, nope, no cocktails involved, just a water. Okay. Like, so she tripped, probably and, because she was trying to, like, get from her car to the door as quickly as possible. Yeah. Because she's being swarmed by paparazzi. And then they're like, oh, this is her fault. Did her baby end up in the hospital? Nope. I don't Looks, even think her baby, that's like, what I, think I mean. she tripped. I don't even think the baby hit the hit the ground i told you about the time i fell on ice while holding jackson and i lion kinged him and i was like so amazed at mother's (laughs) instincts like i felt my i was holding him he was a baby yeah and i felt myself slipping on ice and my immediate instincts was to just hold him straight up in the air so i went down so hard because i wasn't even catching myself (laughs) he didn't even know he fell like do you know what i mean like he didn't even cry he just was like "Mm." like totally fine fine. i'm like oh my god Everything hurts. <laughs> Everything hurts and I'm dying. Are you going to call me an unfit mother? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Ugh. Anyways. Okay, so she and K-Fed, uh, she files for divorce. She files for divorce. Then she files for sole custody, and K-Fed, probably in an act of immaturity, also was like, well, then I want sole custody. But you know what? This was probably, I, I have a feeling that the documentary probably made a bigger deal, and the tabloids and all the reports at the time made a bigger deal out of it than it really was, because sure. you think, I mean, someone has to file for custody, right? Okay, yes. Yeah. So it was probably more of a legal thing than, like, anything else. I totally get that, but the, the thing is that... Um, <clears throat> this is going. This is going to lead into her ultimate, yeah, yeah, judgment day, right? Because they're fighting about the kids, right? You know, right? So, anyways, they're arguing about the. They're arguing about the kids. So here's the big night, right? The the umbrella night. Well, don't oh forget no, the, the head shaving. The head. Night. This is the head shaving night. Yes. Okay. She shaves her head before the umbrella incident. The paparazzi is like borderline violent and aggressive with the way they're following her and not giving her any breathing room while she's struggling with this. Yes. She's she's hanging out with Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan. She's she's a party girl now. Then one night she's like sidebar. Have yeah. you seen Paris Hilton talk about those days now? No, what does she say? Oh, you got it. I won't even tell you. I Just, feel like she's I... got things she doesn't talk in this voice anymore. She no, she doesn't. That's like a character that she has. Yeah, Just, I heard she's her actually like very recently. smart. Yeah, and she's very eloquent. And she was basically saying that like her team was like, this is what the people want. They want slutty Paris Hilton, so give them slutty right. Paris Hilton. So th- she's not the person who is curated by you. Anyways, right. Keep going. We'll have to do. Uh, why isn't there a documentary about her? It's her most. Oh, it's coming. We'll have to find it. Um, so Britney Spears' famous, infamous incident. She goes into like a tattoo barbershop mm-hmm. and she says, "Shave my head," and they are like, "We will not." And she's like, "I'll do it." She's like, "Fine, I'll do it myself." She takes it. This is the thing, right? So and the paparazzi's snapping pictures from outside the shop. Snapping pictures. And she looks. Says, she looks like a. She does look unhinged. She looks unhinged. She's staring. She's laughing at herself. Her reflection in the mirror while she's shaving. Yep. Right. Um. But they're saying she did it because she wanted people to stop touching her. Yeah. Stop looking at her. Stop touching her. Right. And dude, I think I get that. So this is what I thought about when I watched it again the second time. I feel like this was her, she was trying to take control of her life in any way she could yep. because she felt so out of control otherwise. Uh-huh. It's like a toddler uh-huh. refusing to eat. Right, but you got to think she's been in the spotlight. Right. Since she was like. She did not have a normal. Right. She didn't so she grow, doesn't have those. Also, nobody didn't. from the 90s has appropriate coping skills. No. However, but she definitely does She definitely it does Because it. she like skipped all that. She didn't get to grow up. And go through all of the things that a typical child would who's not in the spotlight Absolutely. from the age of 10. So the, it's like, like trying to wear those pants out of the house and her mom being like, right, Britney Spears, absolutely not. <laughs> and she, you know what I mean? And so instead, she's just able to wear those in performances right. and she doesn't have to have those arguments right. and stuff. So now it's like, oh, quit right. looking at me. Right. Yeah, Leave me alone. Is. This is how I can control the situation. Because everything else is so out of control. Mm -hmm. So that's what she does. And not to say that she was acting like a child, but I mean, it's like a toddler can't control a lot about their life except like what they eat. 
Right? For sure. So that's what I feel like it was for her. She's like, I have no control over anything going on in my life right now, but I can at least control this. I'm going to say you can compare it to a child. It's not saying Britney Spears is a child or behaves right. like a child. Uh, no, ab- that is absolutely not what I'm saying at all. Um, what was I going to say? No, so, you know, something we talk about in therapy is, like... Paul has told me, like, my anger is like an adolescent. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't do anger pr- appropriately. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yep. Like, I just, and he's like, so whenever I come in and talk about times when I got angry and I didn't do a good job, he's like, well, yeah, your anger is still a teenager. Because mm. you, you know what, like, I'm better, I've gotten better with sadness. Right. Because blah, 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 blah. So anyways, all that to be like Britney Spears is reactions are adolescent, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And that's yes. okay. Right, right. And it's not any, it's not it her fault. It doesn't reflect her business sense, no. her ability to mother. Right. Her... It doesn't mean that she is, you know, can't be trusted right. or needs a conservatorship. Oh, God. We haven't even gotten into that I yet. Know. We're still at the before times. All right. We're going to take a quick, quick break. break so I can go deal with a needy child. Speaking of unfit mothers. <laughs> da 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 da. back welcome back welcome back how was your break what did you do i got myself a seltzer me too <laughs> kiss my kids goodnight. all right okay so i want to talk about the umbrella yes. incident and pose a question too okay okay so then here's what here's the other big britney meltdown moment right yes so the story is essentially this. She's leaving her house to go up to K-Fed's house because she wants to see her kids and he's saying no. Right. So she's taking matters into her own hands and is like, well, I'm going to drive up there to have a fight. Is this the best way to handle it? Probably no. not. Doesn't as a, matter. As a family law attorney back in the day, three years ago, four years ago, uh, not something I would have recommended. Absolutely not. But no. I have lots to say about the way that the custody has been handled. For sure. As as an attorney speaking from the outside so um yeah we can agree not great so paparazzi sees this one of the guys calls another guy who interviews and i hate him and daniel i don't know what his last name is but i also hate him he's He's like he calls me and he's like dude just come just you i got the right the the real real this is where you want to be this is where you want to be go to kate fed's house whatever leave then they go get gas yeah. And they're like bothering her in the car and being yep. like, Brittany, we're worried about you. Brittany, just a couple questions and then I'll leave you alone. Right. And just she's ignoring say. them. And she's ignoring them. So then they they're trying to like lose the paparazzi. Essentially, right. they pull up behind like a jiffy lube and the guys are still being like and it's on tape where he's like, honey, I just want to ask you a couple questions and then I'll leave you alone. Right. Like, First of all, don't call me honey. But anyway. First of all. <laughs> Here's the thing. So then she goes nuts. Who's Allie? I can't, is she her related cousin. to her? She's her cousin. Yeah. She is. That's what I thought. So Allie is begging them to stop. Yeah. Please leave her alone. Please don't. Please, Please leave her alone. She's upset. She's upset. Which, okay. So then Britney Spears takes an umbrella and is saying, like, fuck you. And, like, hitting the window right, in the, the car side of his car. With the tip of the umbrella. He's, of course, taking pictures. It's the money shot. Right. It goes everywhere. And he her, says that. It's the money shot. With her 
tear-stricken face, right. holding an umbrella like a murder Looking weapon. angry, right. Okay. Jillian, mm-hmm. here's my question. Yes. Think about the worst fight you and your husband have ever been in. Oh, God. Imagine in the middle of it, a paparazzi, <laughs> oh who's probably part of the reason you've had this fight, <laughs> is going, I'm laughing because I hey, just, like, I, I can't even. I'm just I, real quick. <laughs> Can I just ask you a couple questions about the fight you just had? About the and then fight I'm gonna leave you're you having. Alone. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. And you're like, wow, can you leave? And they're like, sure, sure, sure. So then you are like, I need but to first, get some I gotta air. I got to ask you a question. I got to get right. some air. Right. I'm gonna drive up to Stewart's, get myself an ice cream, get myself an ice cream, and then you come out of Stewart's, and who's there? Going, sweetheart, can we Fucking just real Daniel quick again. ask you a question? I'm gonna hit you with the umbrella. Right. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm going to react. Yeah. Any normal person would react. Yeah. And for anyone to suggest that they would not react that you're way. You're a liar. You're a liar because. And I'm glad your life has been so cushy that you've never experienced something negative. Right. Well, that's because... just it. Like, I mean, and even, I feel like even the most therapized person. Totally. Reaches a point. And I have to imagine that if I were in the situation that Britney Spears were in, was in the time that would have been my breaking point yeah just take a moment imagine your worst moment a paparazzi right being like hey oh my god can i just ask you a couple quick questions <laughs> i keep laughing because <clears throat> it really is so ridiculous yeah hey hey uh just a couple quick questions and then i'll leave you alone so and then the real quick thing that this asshole says right yeah i also wrote this okay down. so he's like well, here's the thing. It came out of nowhere. She blew up at us. It came out of nowhere. <clears throat> she had liked having us around. It's not like she ever told us to leave her alone. He said she never gave a clue or information to us, like, leave me the F alone. And then what does the... The reporter literally say? goes, <clears throat> what about the times that she said, please leave me alone? <laughs> and then he he goes, goes, I thought she meant for the day. She never said, leave me alone forever. Like, what? Okay. Can you imagine? And then in that moment, like you said, it's on film. Her cousin being like, guys. Right. And she's not being an asshole. No. She says, please. And right. her tone is more appropriate than they deserve. She's literally begging guys. Them. She should have been like, please. fuck you. Get the fuck away from her. Yeah. Ugh. I have so much anger. Uh-huh. Um, so. Um, yeah. Then all of this. So things are falling apart. She is now providing she everyone's using this to fuel their ratings, right? The comedians, the late night talk show hosts, family few. Oh. They have a whole question about what has so, Britney Spears lost in the last year. When I when I was watching that for the first time, um this feels like if there was an intermission in the documentary, would you agree that this is like the intermission yes. part? Because yeah. it's like they almost like come back and this is how they reopen it yeah. with the family feud yep. thing. And it, I had tears in my eyes yeah. because here's the thing. Again, you have to remember like this is all happening in the public eye. These are everything so far that has happened to her is something that could happen to anybody. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, none of this is fame-related, essentially. Right. Like, she had a boyfriend. She was young who she cheated on, kissed another boy, whatever. Married somebody who she didn't know that great, you know, because they had good chemistry. Had two kids back-to-back and now is struggling with custody. That could... that. 
Go walk right. down your street. There's probably somebody on your street with that exact same story, but they're not in the tabloids. Like right. they're not their right. every move is not being watched. And so then a family feud question is what has she lost? And the answers are her hair, her husband, her, her children, her mind. Mm-hmm. And they're all right answers and people are laughing and it's and can you imagine being Britney Spears and seeing that? Well, I that's think I'd kill it. myself. Right. It's I mean, not only is <clears throat> not only is all of this you know, front and center for everyone to see and comment on. But now you're having to see people laugh at you. Laugh at and you. And make jokes at your expense. The only person that had anything smart to say was Michael Moore when he said, why don't we just leave her alone? Yeah. Like, why can't we? This is sad. Like, we should just leave her alone. Remember um, the leave Britney alone person? Yeah. Way I was, ahead of the times. I know. He really was <laughs> way ahead of the times. What a brilliant man. Where are you? So this... Is I'd like to pause here and go into the mental health piece of it a little bit more. Yes, please. So Chelsea and I, for those of you who don't follow us on Instagram, all five of you who are listening, we are very open and vocal about mental health. Mm -hmm. And I think that we live in a time where a lot of people are a lot more open and vocal about it. And I don't know about you, but when I have... Like last year, I think it was when I posted about postpartum depression. Yeah. I had multiple people message me to be like, thank you. You know, no one talks about this. Now, whenever someone I know is pregnant and I can see that their posts are like, you can tell that they're struggling. Yeah. I reach out to them. I'm like, listen, it's okay to talk about these things. If you ever need to talk to me about it, even if we're not super close, like, have you talked to a doctor? Have Mm -hmm. you talked to a trusted family member? That was not the standard at the time. Absolutely not. No, you know? it was keep it to yourself. Right. Alanis Morissette said it best. Like, it, right. you know what I mean? Just right. it's, we don't talk about it. It's, right. And it's interesting because, like, <clears throat> my I see my parents, like, still struggle yeah. with this. Um, with discussing mental health? Not even mental health per se, but, like, their struggles in general. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I think they, that's the generation where it was, like, it keep it in the family. Is. It came coming yep. from their generation and then raising. Yes. Like, they had two, essentially. Like, we kind of got the split. Because, sure, we were raised that right. way. Like, keep it to yourself. But now we're in a, like, almost overshare. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's society, like we're trying to make like up for it. Yeah, we're trying yeah. to make up for it or whatever. And to normalize it. But for, like, our parents' generation, they were raised by people who say keep it to themselves and then society was still telling them to keep it to themselves essentially i see what you mean yeah so i just think it's like a um i just feel like it was yeah it was a tough time like you weren't and nobody like i think now and i don't i feel like chime in and tell me if this is society or if i've just been involved in the mental health community for too long but um I feel like when I see somebody spiraling now, I assume something's going on with their mental health and not, do you know what I mean? And not like, what the fuck is wrong with that Britney Spears? I'm like, oh God, she's probably like hurting. I hope she gets the help she needs. I, uh, maybe you're more sensitive to it, but there are times where, and I think everyone is guilty of this. You are on the road, let's say, and you're frustrated about something or someone is, you know, they're cutting you off or maybe someone at a store is being, is snapping at you Mm -hmm. and they're being dicks. You know, I've tried, I try really hard to like pause and just think like they must be struggling with something if they're going to react that way over something so stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think that that's, 
I think that people who have experienced, you know, mental health and are in treatment for mental health or were in treatment are probably a lot more sensitive to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I guess a few. But I think that it's also a lot more normalized today to be able to talk about it. Like, you know, I don't have a problem with telling people I have allergies and asthma. Why should I be ashamed? Like, oh, some of the chemicals in my brain are like misfiring. So yeah. I take Zoloft. Like, who? Like, why is yeah. that? A, why is that a thing? Why? Why is there shame attached to that? Or shouldn't be. And if there hadn't been shame attached to it at the time, or if it hadn't been fodder for people, maybe her life would have been a lot different. But well, I just think okay. So going off on a, uh, it <coughs> totally fits. But there's. Um, a podcast I listen to called Terrible Things for Asking. I love it. Everybody oh, yeah. It's so good. Nora McInerney. She's amazing. So I actually recently re-listened to this episode. Um, it was about postpartum depression. Mm. But actually, postpartum psychosis. Oh, that's Even scary. more so. Yeah. So um, this woman, she's like, um, like she was like a local celeb, like a DJ radio host, like Danny Starr. Everybody okay. like knew her voice and who she was and she was popular. So she sure. had a baby and then she really struggled with her mental health after yeah. the baby. And she said the worst of it was she got like paranoia and um, convinced like the story that her mind was telling her was that her husband was trying to steal her. Her husband was trying to steal her baby and like run yeah. off to the Poconos or whatever or something with them. So she said like, it's not like, funny. It's just it's, very oh, specific. I know. It's, the Poconos. Well, they. Yeah. Uh, and then she talked about all the things she was like. And then I remember like I realized that. I still had my maiden name and you know what I mean? Like, so even if he had the birth certificate and like the officials wouldn't believe me and stuff. And she told a story about how she like lied to get out of something like go essentially like was supposed to go on a work trip. um, like made up an excuse why she couldn't go on this work trip essentially and locked herself into her grandparents' house and like pulled all the shades and all the curtains, didn't shower for two weeks, did nothing but like hold her baby. Oh my because God. she was convinced that people were trying to like kidnap her baby. Where was her where was her husband during he all this? He was like on this work trip and she would answer the phone calls oh, and be like, Everything's fine, everything's I fine. See. But she thought it her mind was telling her like he was part of it too. Oh, okay. And then finally somebody figured like one of her friends figured out she wasn't on the work trip and she wasn't at her house and like they found her and wow. they got her help. Like right. and then she was fine after that. But I right. guess like it's interesting. You can tell that story now. Like, you would see somebody spiraling out like that and be like, oh, they need help. But back then, you didn't. No, back then you were like, that person's... It, it wouldn't be that person needs help. It would be that, that person's, person's crazy. crazy and we need to get the kids away from or right. whatever. Like, So, let's talk about the kids. Um, yeah, tell us about custody. So, this is my... What I thought was interesting... Not interesting, but I guess what annoyed me was... and. Not, I mean, they each file for custody, whatever. There's a decision made that Kevin should have custody of the kids because Britney, and I get that, right? Britney Spears clearly has mental health that she needs to address, but is it because of everything that's going on or is everything that's going on because of it, like, which came first, chicken or the egg? Sure. Doesn't matter. She needs to address her mental health. In the meantime, they cancel all parental access. Which is insane. That is not what should have happened. Like, if that, for what it's worth, Mm -hmm. when I was practicing um, in family court, if there was a situation where there were safety concerns with, like, having a child be alone with one of their parents, then there would have been alternative um, arrangements made for visitation. So Mm -hmm. maybe 
Maybe you have a trusted family member or friend supervising the visit. Or maybe you have some, you know, an independent third party, like an agency that specializes in that supervising the visit. But to have her just not be able to see the kids at all is detrimental, not just to her, but to the kids. Absolutely. And that's not going to help her in addressing her mental health. That's You're punishing her and you're punishing the kids. And you're, you're not punishing doing anything. the kids. Yeah, you're not doing anything to help the family out here. And now you're adding an extra thing that is going to affect the kids. Right. And potentially their relationship with their mother. Right. And it's like so, you're taking away from this, this very important time. They're babies. They're little. They're little. Yeah. So that pissed me off. So all of this is happening, and then there's a decision made that Brittany needs to be in a conservatorship, or she needs, like, a conservator. Well, she ends up um, being taken away Yeah, she ends up in the hospital for a few days, right? Yeah, against her will because um, she refused the court order to turn over her sons, which I would say that I agree. I guess I agree with that decision because if you – you know, like, then it's like – at uh, what extreme are right. you willing to not? I don't know. You right. know what no, I mean? I get, like, yeah, and I get that. It's So, yeah. And it's Do a I shame that it had should, to come to that. Absolutely. She should have had, she should have been getting help a long, a long time, time before ago. that. But she wasn't. This is what it came to. Right. Yes. She right. should have been taken to. First, thank you, Val. Right. I agree with Agreed. that. Things need to be recessed. Um, but this is where she gets a conservatorship put in place right. by her dad, Which... who hasn't been involved. Who has made it clear from the beginning that he's just interested in the money. Yeah. Makes no sense. Comes in, applies for a temporary conservatorship. Temporary being the key word. And then um, takes it, whatever. And he's... 12 years later. Right. And he's in charge of everything. He's in charge of her career, her money, her... Like, he's in charge of her. Okay. So conservatorships are typically used for, like dementia patients right like elderly people who are literally out of their mind and cannot make decisions for themselves cannot make decisions for themselves and probably never will be able to again i think is like part of and i think that's part of the reason why it's so difficult to get out of a conservatorship because it's not most of them die right right that right right it's not typically for people like britney spears and she tried to hire an attorney which Ooh. this is the part that like breaks my heart, right? Yeah. Because I can see this. Like so and the attorney was like said he was concerned, is she even of the right mind to make this decision to hire me? That was a question he right. had essentially. And she said to him, and this is where you'd know like she had her right mind about her still. She was like, I don't care about the conservatorship, whatever. Right. But it can't be my dad. Yeah. Some anybody but my dad. Right. Uh, a th- uh, uninvolved third party. Right. Uh, somebody please. She wasn't and I think I cannot believe the judge didn't honor that because if yeah. you are clear enough to say that, if she is basically, if she's agreeing to it, she's like, sure, right? Then why would you force? Why would you do the one thing she asked you not the to do? One thing, she and then for the judge to, to say, I have her like ev- her psyche valve or whatever it was. I don't remember the the term they used, but you can't see it, and she's not fit enough to hire you as an attorney. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> That's nuts. But she's fit enough to, after this kicks in... Go back to work. Go back to work. Yeah. And go on tour and record an album. And, like, she had a residency in Vegas and all this shit. She had a European tour. God, like, she was on... What was that show for a while? Ah, uh, How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, she had... Well, that wasn't she, what I was talking oh. about. But, but, yes, she had guest appearances right. on TV shows. It was one of the singing shows. She was a judge. Oh. Was it The Voice? I don't. I don't think so. It doesn't so, matter. But, but doesn't she was matter. on yeah. one of those. Yeah, yeah. 
right? I think. X Factor. She was definitely a judge. Because okay, okay. you know the memes where she's like, oh, that's, that's from right. her time yeah. on those shows. <laughs> so, that's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah. So, the so she's well enough to do all of that, but yeah, not well she enough is to doing all that. You know, and they said about her life. Um, then she didn't even like go on to fight it because she just wanted to be able to see her kids. Right. She was like, "Whatever. I just right. want to see my kids. Right. I'll deal which with is, it later. Probably so it's a sad. temporary conservatorship. Right. Whatever. I'll deal with it when it's up. Right. If this is what I have to do to see my kids, if this is what's going to make this mess go away, fine. Right. I would right. do the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then time comes up for her to, the temporary part is done being temporary. Right. And it's permanent now. Right. And there's a whole process to get it. And typically the, they have to make like a pretty strong showing and usually it's the conservator that has to agree to it. Right. And And Jamie's never going to agree to it. He's never going to agree to it. And I think recently the judge, like he no longer has, um, is that he's no longer in charge of her finances? There's now like a bank involved that's as well. That's brand new. Yeah, that's brand. That's new. like Pat. That's I think that even post dates the uh, documentary. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That happened very. That happened right around the time the documentary came out. Um. So then the free Britney movement starts because th- we have this conservatorship in place, and her the ins- rumor mill starts pumping out. Yes, and the ins- her Instagram post. People are like. There's a whole podcast dedicated to Britney Spears' Instagram posts. That's interesting. Yes. Because they are interesting. Right. And everyone's, fo- you know, everyone reads into her posts. Like, they scrutinize them. They think she's being held against her will. Like, she's wearing the same outfits multiple times. She's trying to but... send us a signal. And then she is getting ready to announce another residency in Vegas that's supposed to last at least a year in, like, a brand-new theater. And they have this whole event where she's supposed to announce it and, like, perform. And she comes up on the stage, like, the stage rises from the ground, and everyone's there cheering and screaming for her. And she walks down and just walks out, basically. Doesn't stop to give an interview or discuss the residency. Doesn't sing the song she's supposed to sing. She just bounces and she refuses to work until yeah. her so then conservatorship is over. then what happens is there's an instagram post mm-hmm. and instead of using an emoji it's like an emoticon smiley face like yeah. sometimes you just need a break and that sends people to like the conspiracy theorists over yeah. the edge because they're like she never uses emoticon she only uses emojis this isn't her. Well, it's interesting because I just pulled up her account and like this is her post from two hours ago. It just says red. And so people will decide that this is a. Do you, and it right. could be. I don't they'll know. Be like, they'll be like, oh, this is a this is a cry for help. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So, yeah, she's like, I refuse to work until this is done. Mm-hmm. I want out of this conservatorship. Which sounds like something a mentally clear person. Right. Would, you know what I mean? Right. Whatever. Right. Um. <sighs> So I know you didn't love it, and here's a spoiler alert if you're going to watch Behind Her Eyes. Oh. <laughs> but what if she's being drugged? <laughs> she you very well could be. That's what I mean. She could be being drugged, but I just... It's nuts. 
I feel awful for her. I feel sad. It's a sad story. It is such a sad story. And then the thing is that, like, what is even going to happen now? Right. You know, like, he's, it's been 12 years. So let's say that how it's going to probably take a couple more years if it's going to happen. If right. it's going to happen. That's right. the saddest part. Like, right. if it can even happen. And then if it does what? So much of her life. You know what I mean? And then yeah. she's going to be afraid her dad's going to, like, murder her or hire a hitman with all the money he stole from her oh to, like, God. you know what I mean? That's like, the other thing. They were saying, like, her conservator, like, pays for her lawyers, pays for Jamie, yeah. pays for Jamie's lawyers. Yeah. Like, she's paying everyone. So yeah. everyone has a vested interest in keeping her in this. Exactly. It's just. Which doesn't make any sense how that's no. even legal. I don't understand any of it. Anyways, it's all nuts. Um. Another random thing I wrote down, though, is, like, they show clips of that Britney for the record thing. I don't... What What was that? That was the documentary she did in, like, 2008. Oh, yeah. And you can tell even in that, like, joking around, she doesn't get along with her dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he's like, give me your phone. She's like, no! Yeah. But I bet, yeah. like, if the cameras weren't on, he probably would hit her and take it. Yeah, I bet... <laughs> your face. But I bet you're right. So... There is a lot to be said with, there's a woman I follow on Instagram, uh, not the worst mom, and she posted a meme recently, and it was, and it was something, her son had said to some, to his girlfriend, he's like 16 or 17, my parents ask me so often about my mental health that it's like getting annoying, mm. because I think that our generation yeah. is hypersensitive to it, because we don't yeah. want to raise children who don't have the support they need and then end up like Britney Spears through no right. fault of her own. Right. Well, that's, I think, what is, like, the tragic piece of this story, right? right. Is because, like, is she the brightest crayon in the box? I don't know. I don't know her personally. You know right. what I mean? Like, but then you even th- if she's not. But you talk about Paris Hilton, who was supposed right. to come off, who was, you know, curated to be this ditzy blonde because it's what the people want. But that's right. not who she is at that's all. That's what I mean. And so it's right. like, we don't know. We don't really know who she is. But what I've been able to see is that she loved, perf- loved performing yeah. as something that she enjoyed. She wanted a life. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be a mom. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be a mother. And she got sick. And all of this was stripped from her before she could even figure out that she was sick. And, no and now one she's was, just, like, stuck. And no one helped her. And nobody helped because her. Because that's not what you did then. Right. Worked for 90s kids. You just were like, oh, yeah, that person's crazy. Right. So, guys, mental health is important. It's so important. This documentary really changed my opinion. Me it too. It gave me a brand new perspective. The New York Times did an amazing job with this. I think this. they did a great job. I think they were very respectful to her, told the story, but without, I mean, did they paint Janie in a great light? No, but they also did not bash him. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They just were like. They, ju- they were like, here's the evidence. Do, do with what it you what you will. I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. <sighs> wow. Was, what uh, a great way to come back. This bright, rosy story uh, about the 90s. You guys, join the Free Britney movement because It's I... interesting. It's definitely interesting. If you haven't watched the documentary yet, please do. You should. You definitely should. Any yeah. closing thoughts, Chelsea? Um, no, but you want to know something I am watching that's a, a joy? What? The Middle. Oh, yes. We talked about Oh, this. my God. It's so funny. And I know, like, I know it was, it's old news. And I've, I've watched it here and there or whatever. And I think before I was like, meh, yeah, it's, it's all right. Where are you watching it? Uh, I don't know. Prime, maybe? Okay. I don't know. I get them all confused. Um, 
So it's so relatable. Have you watched it recently? No, but I should. But something that's funny that made me think of works for 90s is like, because they're like middle America. Right. Middle. Uh-huh. And <laughs> you know how it's like a stereotype that the um, middle America is like behind. Yes. And Several she's like, like behind. Sh- like her jeans oh, and her shoes. You know what I mean? Like they're God. being fun, but she just like, they all dress like her son is cool, but the rest of them all dress like it's five to ten yeah, years behind. So oh, good. I love Anyways, it. It's a great show. Love what about it. you? Any closing thoughts or arguments? No, uh, I said my piece. I rest my case. Great. Free I rest Brittany. my case too. Free Britney. Hashtag free Britney. Hashtag free Britney all day. It's great to be back in the studio, yes, Chelsea. I know. I missed doing this and I missed your face. Oh, I miss your face too. <laughs> I love you. Love you too. Okay, bye. Bye. Yo, I don't know what era you grew up in, but Saturday mornings I had Rugrats, I had Hey Arnold, I was playing my Game Boy. It worked for 90s kids. Have a seat, I'ma tell you about the best decade. Yo, I had a bowl cut, I ain't have a fresh face. Take it to the 90s, I don't care what all the rest say. I could quote the Illmatic if you wanna test me. Cause you know I'm listening to Nas, not the Ice Ice Baby for the right price. Maybe see a fight night, crazy how Tyson, he was knocking them out. And Ninja Turtles on the telly when I'm locked in the house. Watching Michael play the Lakers and he boxing them out. And yo, with magic gets a ring, well then I'm knocking the pal. Oh yeah, I think it's time to celebrate No, there ain't no better way I'm chillin' on a Titanic getaway Tell you the truth, I wasn't planning to dance But when I got my hammer pants, you ain't standing a chance Got my fashion locked down with the British knife Hurry, head home, maybe we could catch a nick at night Psych! Hey yo, you remember, remember taking the Game Boy, right? Let's take it back to the 90s Right, you took the Game Boy, you put it right under the lamp Because you ain't have the light That's where you cats gonna find Yo, 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 if we're talking video games, Goldeneye Yo, let's take it back to the Goldeneye on Nintendo 64. Son, you are not beating me. That's where you cast gonna find me. Remember when you had to dial 1 800 collect to call somebody, but they cheap and didn't want to accept. Remember when you used to dial up to get online? Then somebody grabs a phone, it would happen all the time. Remember when it was cool to have a pager? The crazy house parties in the DJ with the fader. Remember on the weekends you would hit a blockbuster? Making mixtapes that you got for your crush or You know, getting numbers was a part of the plan. I was clueless. She told me I should talk to the hand. Keeping all your notes in the trapper keeper. I was getting mad at teachers because she took my Walkman. She ain't let me get it either. It's the Fresh Prince from the city of Philly. Anybody know what's going on with Millie Vanilli? Yo, watch what you putting on after dark. I still be getting nightmares from Jurassic Park. Hey, yo. Yo, you remember Pogs? What the heck were Pogs? Take it back to the I didn't even know what they did. I used to just stack them and just like kick them down and collect them. But yo, you know what else? I had the Super Soaker 50. Remember it had the thing on the top? And you would like pump it up a million times and then you squirt the cars going down the street. Yo. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. Yo, you remember like in school, all the girls had the Furbies? Let's take it back to the 90s. You know what I'm saying? They wanted like the troll dolls. I wasn't down with that. I had the Batman action That's figures. But... Oh man, Garbage Pail Kids. You remember the Garbage Pail Kids? Back to the 90s. I don't even know what that was. Yo, what else do they have? Oh, That's listen. Listen. We talking sitcoms, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air over, over everything. That is Seinfeld, 
Friends was just okay. That's where you cast going. I mean, fight. movies. And then you got the Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. Just take it back to uh, You know, as a kid, that, you know, kind of ruined the whole franchise for me, but That's whatever. Cast going to find me. Mom. Mom. Where's my talk boy? Just take it back the, to the, the, the talk boy, that thing from Home Alone. I, I, I need it because I'm going to record, record my demo. Going to find me. 